break out the carrot sticks and natural yogurt. No artificial hormones added. It's time for the Doctor's Nutrition Show. Dr. Lewis and Janet have a long history of helping people achieve their maximum potential. While Janet is a certified natural health consultant with a unique perspective of alternative and complementary nutrition. Dr. Lewis stays current on the latest research pertaining to nutritional supplements and optimum health. Paramount to their educational journey was their trip to China while studying Chinese medical doctors. Dr. Lewis and Janet know the importance of proper nutrition in the healing process and maintenance of the human body. Get ready to gain a healthy perspective on life. This is the Doctor's Nutrition Show. Hello and welcome to this week's show. I'm Janet Lewis. And I'm Dr. Lewis. And Dr. Lewis is your natural thyroid specialist and we are Doctors Nutrition of Texas. We are located in Texas but can take care of your health issues nationwide. Our website is doctorsnutrition.org and that's drsnutrition.org where we would like for you to go take a look around and look at everything we have to offer from lab work to health surveys to products. And today we're going to talk to you a little bit more in depth about the thyroid. Uh, we're in the middle of writing a book and uh, Dr. Lewis is getting uh, everyone educated on the ins and outs of the thyroid. And today we want to talk to you a little bit about iodine and its effect on the thyroid, or is there an effect on the thyroid? So Dr. Lewis, I'm going to let you take it and tell everybody about iodine. Well, you know, first of all, I, I have to say we don't treat diseases, but what we do is add, you know, different nutrients so that your body has a fighting chance to function as healthy as it knows how to do anyway. So one of the reasons that we wanted to talk about iodine is because it seems to be very deficient. There's a mass amount of information from go low or go high or go somewhere in between. And I think the real answer is you have to find somebody that knows how to put all of these things into the equation so that you could get a better answer. Uh, in my opinion, you know, some people say, well, you can only do 150 micrograms a day. That's plenty. No, probably not. But uh, there's too many competing factors, which we will talk about. And other people say do 50 or 75 milligrams a day. And I think they're, in their experience, they're right. But in my opinion, that's probably not correct. That's, I think, overload because too much of a good thing is not always a good thing, although it has been, but not in the case of iodine. Uh, <clears throat> we're deficient because the people that live away from the sea have less iodine. That would be like the Great Lakes region and the Midwest, where earlier I'd talked about getting calcium from licking out of a licking a limestone rock, and my friend from West Texas says, "Well, she's never licked." a limestone rock, but she has been guilty of licking the salt off a margarita from time to time. Well, hopefully, Debbie, I hope that salt had some iodine in it, the iodized salt. Uh, (laughs) Or Gary or Emily out in West Texas, don't be licking on a limestone rock, especially to get your iodine or your calcium. Um, I diverse. Yeah, I I get crazy. Uh, Some of the things that you need iodine for besides the thyroid and thyroid's extremely important you need it for your breast you know those ladies that have fibrocystic breast 
It's not always this simple, but it can be as simple as an iodine deficiency. Well, I think everyone knows, or maybe they don't know, um, if you have a goiter, isn't that something that might need iodine, which the goiter is like you're, you feel like you've got a rock on your neck? Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. Is that is that when you would use iodine, or how do you know when to use that? Well, we look at a lot of different parts of the thyroid on lab to determine that. But the goiter, most of the theories say, well, since the thyroid's not picking up the amount of iodine that it needs, it grows larger to have more receptor sites, trying to have more receptor sites in able to capture more iodine. So that's, number one, we don't get enough of it because we don't live around the sea. We don't eat enough seafood. And we don't eat the, what are the seafood chips? Janet bought some seafood chips, and people said, you'll love them or hate them. And she took one bite, spit it out, and gave them to me. Cause Might Mike, as well eat seaweed, right? Well, that's what it was. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> Mikey will eat anything, as the old commercial goes. She thinks my middle name must be Mikey. Uh So, yeah, you know, you need it for good breast health, but you need it for skin health, too. Uh, You need it, believe it or not, for your salivary glands. Your stomach actually needs it. And your brain needs it because if you're deficient in it and you're pregnant, then your body is not going to be able to give your baby what it needs to develop neurologically. You know, think about that for a minute. And that's why Janet, she craved tuna with her son, Kent. And so he he got a lot of the omega-3 fatty acids and, I suppose, the iodine out of the tuna. And he is absolutely brilliant. Right. And I think, you know, there's other s- symptoms of iodine deficiency, like, you know, what goes with thyroid yep. normally. Right? Low libido. Oh, I wouldn't go in there. <laughs> no woman has low libido, right, ladies? Mm-hmm. It's all the men that have low libido. <laughs> uh, you can feel sluggish and tired. Uh, could be an iodine deficiency. Again, you don't want to just run out and start taking a whole bunch of iodine because that is um, toxic in itself. And I know they wrote a book about that, too, about doing massive amounts of iodine. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of books written about that. Mine's going to be a primer, so y'all can read it and understand it. And have a inkling that, oh, my God, this may be my issue. And then you can call us and we'll figure it out. Right, because there's different parts of the thyroid. And it, and sometimes it's not iodine at all that's missing. It's some other things. But, you know, T4 is a big one to see if that is an iodine deficiency. So make sure on your lab you're having T4 run also. And, and you know, when you get the iodine in, you have to have the B vitamins, especially B2 and B3, in order to convert it. And that those are B vitamins that are normally pretty low because if your food hasn't lost it because it was picked several months ago or transported from California over here, then you lose even more of it when you heat it up and cook it. So it, it's real common to have low B vitamins. So is the stress and anxiety you feel because of low thyroid, or is it because you have low B vitamins, or you have low B vitamins that won't let your thyroid uh, change T4 to T3? And T4 has four iodine molecules, or iodide, and it goes to T3, which is the active form. That's what they call triiodothyronine. Notice the root word iodo or for iodine. So it's really important that you understand all these transport molecules 
or at least understand that we understand it and we can help you find you know a, a way a lot of times infertility can be just simply from an iodine deficiency but it's also many times because you have the ratios of hormones that are not correct and it's because our society put so much toxins into your body like fire retardants which did you know that's a bromide based now bromide which leads me into a different subject you have what's called a halogen which is bromine chlorine and fluorine or the fluorides and then they take the place of where the iodine should go so your iodine receptors are full of bromine why is it that we put bromine or bromate in our flour, many bakery products, where it used to be uh, fortified with iodine? Why is that? Yeah, fluoride in the water is also a major contributor contributor to iodine deficiency, right? Yep, absolutely. I, I'm anti-fluoride. I don't think it's changed the cavities at all. And if you want to change the amount of cavities, you know, you could talk to your government about quit subsidizing the very things that causes that, like uh, corn, soy, wheat. Uh, Get the high fructose corn syrup out of our food. That's a bigger contributor to cavities than lack of fluoride. So, and, And I've talked to several dentists about that, and so far everyone's agreed with me. Yeah, uh, you know, um, can you explain exactly why they started taking iodine out of all of the food? Um, I know there was uh, they, what they call the wolf Shykoff effect. Yeah. You know, where they actually made it a disaster to the public. Um, I guess, you know, they, they started thinking there was an excessive iodine intake, but the individual was given intravenous radioactive iodine, which was toxic. Right, And so then I guess they decided that, you know, it had nothing to do with food or supplement iodine intake, and the two were completely different, except the tail of that experiment spread quickly, creating the sphere of iodine, right? Yeah, you know, there's a lot of things that, and, and even books written that are by uh, observation, but not necessarily a correlation between a lot of things. Uh, I won't mention the name of the book, but people say, have you read this? I say, yeah, I've read it. And they say, what do you think? You know, they think they've hit the holy grail of information. I, I, I say, well, it's a pretty stupid correlation, and it's not a causation. The whole book is full of correlations, but it's not a causation. So be careful, and that's why we teach you to think for yourselves. Um, and so they took that iodine out of the American food supply for the last three decades. You know, that's just like... Uh, there was a contaminant in one supplement many, many years ago, and it was out of Japan. And so they took the entire supplement off the market for decades. And that's like saying, well, Ford might have an ignition switch problem and kill seven people, so we're going to take all vehicles off the road for 20 years. You know, And, you know, that's not a very smart way to think of it if you put the good things in your body your body knows what to do it's already pre-programmed by god and yeah i know that's unpopular for me to say that but i'm not going to stop so your body is smarter 
in its innate or inborn wisdom than we are out of our intellect itself. So if you throw the right things in, your body wants to get well. It just needs something to work with. And that's why I say, you know, even a lack of iodine can cause memory problems. So sometimes I blame that. I say, Janet, I must not have enough iodine. I forgot. Or maybe I just had selective hearing. Well, and you know, it is important that you don't just start taking one product and throw everything else out of balance. Yes. Uh, and Dr. Lewis, don't you always recommend uh, the product ThyroBuild for the for the thyroid because of the ratio that's in it? I really think Doctor's Nutrition ThyroBuild is one of the greatest, most well-balanced uh, supplements that you could take. It does have the iodine, but it has zinc and selenium, which are absolutely critical for you know thyroid function. But it has tyrosine, and that's one of the things that you have to have to convert all of these different thyroid hormones and make them work correctly is tyrosine. And tyrosine has a tendency to make you feel better mentally, which is that because it just calms you down, or is it because it's helping your thyroid work correctly because your anxiety and stress and depression was from your thyroid? Who knows what came first, the chicken or the egg? But we do know when people take thyroid build, when they have a low T4 on their uh, lab that it does move that and increase the utilization of T4. Yeah. So um, we know that is a product that works instead of just guessing and picking up something, you know, from the uh, health food store that you don't know if it works or not. Um, Thyrobuild seems to be very well balanced. And, and you know, that's, that's a really good point. But when you get just a little bit of iodine in there, there's a whole lot of other things that your body might be able to begin to help itself. There are some studies that says uh, you can treat ADD, ADHD with iodine. Now, the first thing we treat them with is, you know, we give them fish oil and we give them some theanine. And they seem to do better, you know, putting the fire out or the inflammation in the brain itself. But I think iodine's a good choice. So um, I think TV has created a lot of ADD, ADHD, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, other things that can be uh, iodine or lack of iodine can be a contributing factor too. Might be atherosclerosis. Could be dupterines contracture. Do you know what dupterines contracture is? No. What is that? <laughs> I really do think that's a major. Uh, the major cause is an iodine deficiency. You know, you got little tendons uh, in the palm of your hand that begin to contract. Somewhat, I've got a little bit of one right here. Is that where their hands draw up, where they permanently are drawn up? If if it gets bad, it can. And, and that's not the only reason why hands draw up. They can happen that way with rheumatoid arthritis, too. But, yeah, you'll get little divots in there where you've got a contracture there. So I do think iodine deficiency is a big thing. And since Janet put me on ThyroBuild, I have to admit I do have better attention span I think I'm smarter or can recall better. I definitely have more energy, and I kind of resisted it because, oh, it's just zinc and selenium and iodine, no big deal. But Janet was right. You know, she says I'm the natural thyroid expert. I was nothing until she kind of 
she was doing this before I was, folks. She's just as smart, if not smarter, than I am. So she's really, really good. And she's lived the thyroid story, which I really haven't to the same degree. That so. is why I'm really, really good, because I had yeah. to practice on myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she really has gone from uh, a 10 to a 12, I mean, by understanding the thyroid. Okay, I'm going to get in trouble here. Mm-hmm. I, got, I got the look, folks. You know, the look. Well, you know, uh, thyroid function is also linked to, you know, the iodine. Our needing iodine has been helped to ward off breast cancer and fibrocystic breast disease. So um, that's the other thing with thyroid build. It's like it can really help you with helping that function better and you developing less of that chance. Yeah, and the goiter that janet talked about you know my daughter came in to me several years ago and says daddy i have thyroid cancer i said no you don't i said let's not speak bad things into existence i said let's do your lab and i said well you you need this 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 and this and you know her goiter went away uh, and iodine was part of what we did for her thyroid <clears throat> you know it can also iodine deficiency it has been re- reported that it can contribute to hemorrhoids it's not just having children. Maybe you had a iodine deficiency, and when you put too much pressure, it blew them out. That's a possibility, folks. Well, and, you know, some people have been told they have hyperthyroidism or hypothyroidism, and there are different symptoms for, for each one of these. So if you don't really know what you have, if you've been told, you know, you have a hyperthyroid, uh, that's people that have an excessively high metabolic rate. Barney uh, Five. Yeah, they have a rapid heart rate. They often have palpitations. The uh, ghost and Mr. Chicken. They have excessive <laughs> sweating. They Whoops. may feel much warmer <laughs> than other people do. Never date a sweaty girl is what my mama told me. Yeah, don't, don't call Kimberly and ask her if she has any of this because... I'm I'm recognizing this in somebody. You could hang meat in our place. It stays so cold. <laughs> you know, it's summertime. I need. I feel compelled to bring a jacket. <laughs> uh, that, uh, in extreme cases, they may lose weight and experience muscle weakness uh, too much. Now, too little thyroid, which is the hypothyroid, results in just the opposite. Uh, those people have a slower than normal heart rate. I have to wear socks in the summertime to go to bed. <laughs> A chronic feeling of being cold, (laughs) constipation. You could get pneumonia sitting next to that girl. (laughs) Unexplained weight gain. And that's what's wrong with all of us women. It's just our thyroid. Just ask any of us. They'll come in and tell tell me that all the time. Janet's not overweight. (laughs) Uh, Dry skin. Hair loss. Yeah, we see that a lot. Mm-hmm. And and it can be stress, and it can be parasites. It can be all kinds of things. But the first place to start, I think, is where Janet's talking about. Or, or coarse, dry hair, weakness, muscle aches, depression, and fatigue. Uh, and in extreme cases, people with low thyroid function experience cognitive decline. And babies that are born to mothers with inadequate iodine levels are at high risk for a unique form of mental retardation known as cretinism. Yeah, cretinism. Yep, absolutely. I say cretinism here in Texas. You're right. You're right. (laughs) Cognitive impairment caused by low thyroid function is reversible with iodine or thyroid hormone supplementation. But have you ever noticed somebody that gets infections all the time? So, well, my kids brought it home from uh, preschool. They coughed in my face. 
Mm-hmm. Normally, if you put them on, you know, I, I think the thyroid bill is very well balanced. And even if you don't need it, you're going to benefit from it in other areas of the body. But people that have chronic infections, you know, it can be that simple at times. How many people do you know that got injured and they develop keloids? You know, that's the scarring of the wound. Yeah, that's pretty common. There was even a John Wayne movie where they called the Indian chief they were looking for cicatrix, which is, I think, Spanish for scarring, uh, you know, in excess. Hmm. Uh, Different liver diseases, you know, can be uh, related to that and different problems with the ovaries. And I had a young lady not long ago. She said, but I don't want to take progesterone because I'm so young. And I said, well, young lady, you need to tell your ovaries that they need to start producing progesterone because they're not making it, no matter what your age. So the body has to be in balance. So we're talking about iodine today, but there's a lot of things that, you know, go in to it. You know, just to convert uh, these molecules, you have to have that B2 and B3. And, you know, how many of us have that? Well, if you're just B vitamin deficient, you can have fatigue just from that. So one thing can relate to many, many other things, and anything can cause anything. But you have to revert back to the wisdom of the body and say, hmm, if I put this in, is my body smart enough to deal with it? But, you know, men can have prostate disorders and Peyronie's disease just because they have an iodine deficiency, and women can have, you know, even chronic vaginal infections that they can never get over. They think, well, it's yeast, it's yeast. Well, it may be, but once we put them on something that contains iodine and perhaps some other things, all of a sudden things clear up. Yeah, does that have anything to do with Graves' disease or, you know, autoimmune problems in the thyroid? Some of the experts say that lack of iodine can cause Hashimoto's and Graves, and some of the experts say that 99% of all hypothyroidism is Hashimoto's. Now, I personally have not seen that ratio or not anywhere close to that, but that may be true in that particular doctor's practice. I think sometimes we attract what we're very, very comfortable treating. And if a person's gone through Hashimoto's and they're the doctor, I think they actually attract that from the universe because since they have experienced it, they're better able to treat it. Just like Janet had hypothyroidism without Hashimoto's. And she is absolutely brilliant about putting the right things in naturally so your body can begin to try to heal itself. There's actually a couple of tests you can do to find out if you're iodine deficient if um, you don't like our lab test. Um, (laughs) One of them is called the iodine patch test. It's where it uh, it involves painting a two-by-two patch of 2% iodine tincture on one's forearm and then seeing how long it takes for the patch to disappear. Ideally, you don't want the patch to fade for the first 24 hours. If it does fade or disappear completely in less than 24 hours, you're considered to be iodine deficient. So if it fades or disappears in less than 12 hours, then the deficiency is severe. So that's one way you can find out for mm-hmm. yourself. Right. Uh, the other method is by taking an iodine loading test, and that's a urine test, which involves taking uh, 50 milligrams of iodide or iodine uh, tablet and then measuring how much iodine you excrete over a 24-hour period. 
And the less iodine you excrete, the more deficient you are. So if you're really concerned about an iodine deficiency, that's a couple of different ways you can know for sure if it is an iodine problem. Um, and then if you don't want to take either one of these two tests and you just want to take some things to help build your thyroid, we do have a package that we have named Thyroid Revive that includes the thyroid build that Dr. Lewis was talking about to help um, all parts of your thyroid. The DIM that we talk about so many times because that helps unbind the bad estrogens and helps um, all of the parts of the thyroid to function more optimally and also is a huge cancer prevention um, uh, herb, I guess you'd call it. Selenium. Selenium is another huge one for T4. So that's part of the package also. And then Dr. Lewis always talks about throwing in a good multivitamin because people get hung up on just taking one part of something. And then the body kind of doesn't know what to do with so much of one thing. So he always talks about throwing in vitamins and minerals together. So we've come up with a product. It's Dr.'s Nutrition Megavites One. Uh, it's very well-rounded, and it is a capsule. So people that don't like taking a hard tablet can take one uh, vitamin a day, you know, that's kind of made along the lines of the one a day. It's the megabytes one a day. Um, so it's a real, very well-rounded package. And if you go on our website to doctorsnutrition.org, you will see the thyroid revive package toward the bottom of the page. And it's all uh, made up for you so you don't have to guess at what you need. So have you got anything more about our iodine, doctor? I had something smart to say, but I think I'm iodine deficient, and I've <laughs> lost my memory. Uh, you know, one of the things, uh, we do have so many environmental toxins, and you hear me talk about that all the time. And, you know, those books have been written, too, although it's going to be included somewhat in my primer for thyroid. Uh, the environment, um, you know, you, x-rays actually can harm the thyroid uh, radiation from, you know, dental x-rays, uh, you know, neck x-rays, things like that. But they're using more and more radioactive materials, uh, radioactive iodine in some of the diagnostic testing, and that's a good thing. We got a really great medical profession, but if you do that, you might need to have somebody take a look at it and see if you shouldn't replace it. And see if you can increase your body's pathways of detoxification, and there's lots of those, so that the body can kind of expel some of the halides or halogens and make room for the iodine to go into the thyroid itself. Well, we had a question from one of the listeners, and they were wanting to know if Hashimoto's disease has anything to do with an iodine deficiency, or how does that correlate? Is that something that we can treat? So could you answer the listener about that, please? I really don't think it's that simple. Uh, the short answer is yes, it could be, but I don't think it's that simple. You know, there's so many different factors that can wreck the thyroid. And I, you know, being thyroid Hashimoto's, thyroiditis, uh, it can be an autoimmune disease, which that has a gastrointestinal link, which in my opinion and in my experience, that's usually because you're gluten sensitive. And not everybody's gluten sensitive, but... There's times where you have to put a person on a gluten-free diet and, you know, you can check different things to make sure. Is it really thyroid problems like Hashimoto's or is it a gluten insensitivity? I, I think one of the 
best things we can do is get rid of the gluten, quit eating the grains, and as we quit eating the grains and vote with our pocketbook, eventually our government and the farmers will make changes, and I think that's very important. And you can see that because there's more uh, farmers markets, there's more organic coming on the scene, there's more big companies investing in organic farming, and that's because we voted with our pocketbook. Uh, so my opinion is if these manufacturers of genetically modified organisms are so dadgum proud of them, why are they spending many, many, many millions to hide the labeling of them. Think about that for a minute. So I think gluten and soy has wrecked our thyroid. So well, and as far as, you know, the Hashimoto's um, thing, I, I I had a friend on Facebook the other day that she was asking about, um, she was, all these symptoms that we were talking about, she had uh, the coldness and all that. And she said, and I have Hashimoto's disease and uh, they have me come back every few months and they keep adjusting my thyroid medication. And uh, if that's going on for you out there, I can tell you this, that that is an autoimmune problem. And your TSH, which is what they're always looking at, is always going to fluctuate mm-hmm. with that. And, and they keep messing around with your medication, not seeing the free T3. Um, you need to make sure they're always running a free T3 on you so that that medication will be adjusted correctly because they will never get it right with just the TSH. And, and that poor girl is just suffering. And give your doctor time to do it. I, I get tales all the time. So my doctor, yin, 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 they're complaining about the doctor. I said, it's not your doctor's fault. They're doing a really good job. You're not giving him time. It takes six months minimum to stabilize it, if not two to three years. But I think it's, again, very important that you look at gut health because it may be that gluten sensitivity. It may be an imbalance of the microbiotic, you know, the flora, uh, because those microbiomes actually change genetic expression for the better if you have the right microorganisms in there. So I guess what we want to leave you with today is hope. There are things that can be done naturally uh, with your health and with your thyroid. You know, that's just one of the things we're talking about today. There's so many different uh, things, I'll call them, I'm not going to call them diseases, but things you've been (laughs) diagnosed with that uh, may not have to be a permanent part of your life. And that's what we're asking you to do is to reach in and get yourself healthy and quit waiting for someone else to fix it with another pill or another unknown pill that you're waiting to be discovered right many things you can fix with natural medicine and the best way that you can start is going on our website to doctorsnutrition.org it's drsnutrition.org fill out the health survey dr lewis will call you personally and tell you what the best plan of attack is for you to get you on the road back to health or if you know of someone that's sick and needs to hear this podcast, please send it, to, send it to them. Pass on the information. Again, we appreciate you listening to our show. And we'll be back next week with a very exciting show on something that we'll come up with. I don't know yet, but I'll get Dr. <laughs> Lewis to put his thinking cap on. Yeah. And we'll be here next time on the Doctor's Nutrition Show. You guys have a blessed week. Thanks.